for you I'm empty handing and I'm feeling blue And I'm gonna dream till the day that I die Welcome to the show! Hello, hello, welcome everyone to a very exciting Sunday edition recorded episode of Domestic Pints Only, uh, a podcast about beer and friendship. I, I mentioned Sunday because I think this is the first time, oh no, maybe this is the first time in a while that we've recorded on a Sunday. Usually we do Saturdays, so this will be a fun one. It's a little bit earlier uh, for, for my co-host, but a bit, bit earlier on my end too, which is kind of nice. Um, joining me today, of course, are our co-hosts, uh, Tom. Hey, how's it going? And Alex. Good afternoon. Let's have some brunch beers. Let's let's have some brunch beers. Before we get started, oh, of course, I uh, should note today is uh, March 7th, 2021. By the time you guys hear some of these episodes, it's actually going to be a little bit in advance. Like you're going to be laying on a beach in the sun and we're like, it's People February 20. <laughs> <laughs> They're in space cars flying in the future. They're like, wow, we're <laughs> listening to this relic. Uh, but as of this date, we've actually officially launched our podcast, not just our trailer, but we've actually, our first episode has been released. So uh by the time you listen to this, you probably listen to a few in the row. But uh, thank you for those of you who have chimed in with great comments, feedback. Um, because we, you know, we did some in advance. Um, when I go to edit the, these, I'm going to try to kind of edit them based on your feedback a little bit. But you'll probably start to see the real changes implemented in the in the episodes to come. So stay tuned. Of course, domesticpintsonly at gmail.com. Reach out to us if you have comments, feedback. Um, you can find us on a bunch of social media links, Twitter. Instagram, TikTok, uh, you can find us on Twitter at Domestic Pints and on TikTok and Instagram at Domestic Pints only. All of, if you check our bios, we have a link tree that Scott has set up showing yes. all of our areas you can find us on. We're, if you search us on Google now too, you can even find us pretty much <laughs> everywhere. We're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, we're on, we're on places I've never even heard of. We even have a link to our, just our RSS feed. So if you're like an Android listener, if you don't listen to like a podcast portal, you just use uh, RSS, you just take RSS links and, and, and take them. You can find a link to that on our link tree so take a look on our social media bios so you can find us pretty much everywhere you can find us on do you guys even remember some of the names there's a lot there's so many podcast platforms out there it really is like oh yeah on google uh, only thing i know is that we're on apple podcast finally <laughs> we're, we're on, on Napster podcast <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> We're on uh, Coke Music, uh, Habba Hotel. Uh, oh, go my, oh my God, John. <laughs> that unlock a core memory of us in grade five. Oh my, yeah, like, Habba Hotel was... Uh, Habba Hotel? Wow. My wife just had a job place. interview. They kind of used like a Habba Hotel platform. Just because you like, can't go in person. Yeah, like you just log in and, and you're just like an avatar and like you're networking and like... It's coming back. The, the, the interviewer is like, explain a time where you've like designed a room in that hotel. You're like, wow, my Apple hotel. Yeah. <laughs> like, <I was> yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, okay. Do you guys want to mention anything before we uh, get oh. to the beers today or anything you guys want to plug your spotlight uh, before we, no. before we continue? Today's, I was going to say yeah. today's episode is Battle of the Dry Ice. Dry Icy so. Boys. Yeah, so this is pretty much like, you know, when you see like stronger beer and then it always usually it's from other brands that usually they'll add a dry or ice to the label that made them like a higher alcohol percentage. And there's a slightly different brewing process to it as well. So Yeah, I absolutely. I, and, and we've had like malt day, but this is this is actual like this is this sticks to beer. This is a little bit uh, tastier in my mind than the old English and the cold 45 kind of manufactured strong beers is there a difference between like they some beers are labeled dry some are labeled ice is there actually a specific difference between the dry and ice designations Appar or? 
apparently the ice is like has like it's supposed to be like an ice bath brew i think it has oh. something to do yeah i read on, on a different um i was trying to find entry for our show notes that the ice brewing process usually means that like when you distill it pretty much that's kind of what you're trying to imitate is that you're distilling it through an ice bath to cool down the alcohol vapor so they stay in so cool, that's what cool. gives it uh, a higher alcohol present percentage. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I briefly read over if, that. If if we're wrong, let us know in the in the yeah. review. So there'll be some angry comments. Like, well, actually, in uh, the process for yeah. uh, oh, I wanted to touch on an angry email that I got. Wait, we got Apparently, an angry email? Yeah, I didn't even check uh, our emails. It's not on it. It was DM to us on Instagram. DM, wow. But, but I I'm glad that people do this. Please. Like, show, talk to us. We're willing to listen. We're not some dickheads. But anyhow, I said in the very first episode, again, like, we're going to be rewinding back a lot here. But the, the rewind was, effect. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I was saying the countdown clock for Alexander Keith in the barley mow that we used to drink at is not for St. Patty's Day. It's actually for his, it's for his birthday. Oh, so for Alexander Keith's birthday, not the birthday yeah. of the Confederation of our of our country, of the Dominion of Canada. Doesn't um, seem like an overly celebrated holiday. No, <laughs> I, I think that's what it's it is. Your birthday. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Anyhow, I just wanted October to touch 5th. on that. It's not, dude, that's a less than a month away from mine. Huh? I'm down for that. That's Were you there cool. like when it actually went off to like do alarm bells go off? Does it just reset? No, like it just resets. It's just like a, it's like a, it's like an animatronic like Chuck E. Cheese. Like as soon as it goes off, it's like da 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 da, da and people pop out with like legs kick like can can style. I just imagine that's how I know. Not even like the animatronic rat that comes out. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm the, the okay. Charles uh, Entertainment <laughs> Cheese. <laughs> All right, we have uh, three Starling beers lined up today. We're going to be talking about. Molson Dry Lager, that's the uh, 5.5. We're also going to be talking about Carling's Black Ice uh, Strong Beer. And we'll also be reviewing uh, Le Bat Bleu Dry. This is the uh, 8.1 uh, version, which will we, we, we point out the different alcoholic uh, ABV versions uh, for a reason. We'll get into that when we talk about the beer specifically. But um, let's, uh, are we ready to get started? Um, yeah. Analytics no, oh, yeah. We got the numbers. All yeah. oh, right, perfect. We're ready go to go. All right, um, so I'll kick things off with Molson Dry. Um, so this is our lowest alcohol content of the day. It comes in at 5.5%. Um, it's won numerous international brewing awards. So people um, actually do enjoy this beer a lot. It's, it's actually priced higher than some of the other stronger beers, to be honest. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just, it's an extra dry brew that has a subtle impression of hops and, and really no bitterness, I think was kind of the aim Ooh. for it. Because a lot of these strong beers have a pretty strong aftertaste. Yeah. Um, relatively new compared to the, the entire Molson Coors branding. Um, so it was launched in 1989 um, and it was actually awarded uh, a gold medal in the North American specialty lager category of the 2002 World Beer Cup. Um, wow. It's not exactly rated the highest. So on Beer Advocate, it's got a, a 61. It's got a 2.56 on untapped. Um but yeah, I'm excited to try it. I've never actually had this beer, but um, why don't we get into the can? I, I think one thing that I wanted to mention on this right off the bat is this looks very similar to the branding for Molson Canadian. So 
yeah. in early 2019, Molson Coors came out and they chose kind of uh, Canadian dry cold shots, a bunch of their kind of signature brands um, and came up with this new version of branding that uh, is really focused on paying tribute to Molson in the past, but also like taking, taking the best element of each, like his like previous can. So um, yeah, I think it looks very similar to, to Canadian, but I do kind of, I think it's a nice looking can for what typically is described as like the, bargain bin of beers what do you guys think i like this color scheme i'm i'm not gonna lie i like this better than the canadian can definitely yeah i think I the little the little wave is kind of nice i kind of feel like this is like you could almost mistake this if it didn't say dry like oh this is like a beach beer like this is gonna taste like a corona kind of deal yeah i feel like this is really nice it does look like very more attractive i should say um, I want to see like from the previous ones, the Molson dry, I believe there was a ship or a sailboat that used to mm-hmm. be on it. Yeah. And I think that's what the wave was trying to like, I guess this wave took out the boat. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big wave. <laughs> yeah. It's a tidal wave. John, what do you think? Um, yeah, it's, a, it's very, um, the new kind of redesign. It stylistically looks a lot uh-huh. like the white, red and black. Oh, did I just uh, cut off while I was uh, yeah, you talking? Yeah, cut out. Why don't you? We can fix this. But why don't you go back to the beginning there, and we can just yeah. Edit it out. It, um, you guys cut out of my end earlier, so for the listener, um, we'll we'll fix any technical glitches. Don't worry. We'll throw in some uh, stock little uh, jingles. <laughs> As a Molson <laughs> Canadian can, um, this uh, well, the Molson Canadian can, of course, has that white, red, red, and black kind of scheme. This one is kind of it, it's got the same design, but it's blue. I like how it has this like big blue colorful wave going over and it's all got different shades of blue um they add of course i always like to see the little historical notes out of the little quotes uh this one says since 1786 seven generations of our family have continued to make beer the molson way we brew today to inspire tomorrow and they got like the signature um similar to the uh the molson canadian uh, can in its design um other than that um it, it looks cool though i i do like kind of the the new elements they've added onto it uh, what do you think tom uh, I pretty much already went over what I said again. Like I, I think this is great. I'll, I'll kick off scoring if that's the case. Um, I'm going to give this a seven. I think this is still nice. I think this is better. I almost want to give it. I, I might do something later on and score it, even myself out. But I want to give it a seven. I think this looks nice. John, um, I'm going to give it a. Uh, I'm going to give it a seven as well. I think. Um, I think this beer. Um, it, it's it's a it's a cool looking can. Um, I I. It, it looks pretty much similar to Molson Canadian. It's not, uh, some of these redesigns, they kind of tend to kind of amalgamate the same kind of designs and looks together, but they tend to kind of add a little, you know, different color elements to kind of um, separate them or make them unique. Um, it, it's a little bit too homogenous to some of the other Molson beers, but I do like that. Uh, I do like the color on it and it makes it stand out. It does make it look like more like a prestige beer or in a way that's not obnoxious. So uh, I like a can. And uh, yeah. Nice. So I'm going to come in at a 7.5 and I will say I was just kind of Googling on my computer as we were going through this. And I believe that the ship um, background was on Molson export because when uh, you look at Molson dry, it was actually a wave. So this is actually incorporating some of the previous things, but still giving it that old school sort of vibe behind it. Oh, cool. um, but yeah, I'm Good. going to give it a 7.5. I also saw a smaller wave kind of on the side, which I thought was kind of neat as well, too, oh, yeah, which is typically is. dead space on a can. So yeah, why don't we crack it open? Oh, ASMR, are you ready? Are you ready, ready? ASMR? Two. One. That's a nice crack. Oh, that that was, was we bad. did one after the other there. It was a very extended uh, crack Yeah, we're there. a little, we're all a little delayed. 
Yeah. Let's see how it pours, though. Yeah, it pours fine. It smells very much like a Canadian. Very kind of goldenish brand. Yeah, I was going to say. Like... Fairly sizable head on it, too. This pours a lot like a lager. Like, it, I actually, typically the strong beers have a very potent um, smell, and uh, yeah, I'm not getting that at all. No, it smells actually pleasant. I'm not going to lie. It's got like mm-hmm. a bit of sweetness to it that I sense. Ooh. Very carbonated, too. Oh, this yeah. is delicious. I actually, I really enjoy this. It I'm quite fond a- of this. I've never really like well, you guys- consumed um, Molson Dry or s- seek it out very often, but this is quite pleasant. I'm quite surprised. Hmm. It has a bit of a bitter aftertaste, I'll say, but like it's not um, not overpowering. And typically, these strong beers, and I'm sure we're going to get into that, yeah. where they're oh, yeah. quite bitter and alcohol forward. This this tastes to me very similar to a Canadian. Like I I don't mind this for a strong beer. It's not something I'd I'd like seek out. But if I was if there was a lineup of beers kind of like this in the dry ice sort of realm, I'd, I'd definitely lean towards this one. Yeah, I do say it is a bit bitter, but this tastes better than a Molson Canadian in my opinion it's mm-hmm. a little bit more bold in flavor as well I think um like you said carbonation levels is great the head was sticking around mm. I don't get a funny aftertaste either like that oily taste yeah oily just, metal yeah yeah and I, I think that's a good way to point it out um I, as we I don't know if we covered all of this I'm trying we're trying to keep track of some of our social media awareness and and people with the reader community thinks it's got a 2.56 on untapped, also a 61 on beer advocate. Um, I gotta say, like, yeah, I think Tom's bang on. Like we said, like Molson Canadian, it's not a terrible beer, but it has sort of a, the mouthfeel isn't the best on it. This one, I'm not getting that. Like it, it holds up to its dry label. It is kind of like a dry taste to it. Very kind of like lemony, grassy, more so than a Canadian, which kind of feels a bit more malty, a bit more muted. Um, it's actually quite a pleasant lager. I'm actually uh, really, really impressed by it. Yeah, the mouthfeel is pretty good too. Like no, um, like I'm not regretting drinking this. And like there are beers that we've opened that I definitely do. So uh, it's a win. Coors Light Brava Cult 45. <laughs> yeah, and the list goes on. <laughs> and at a 5.5, um, this isn't going to like knock you on your socks like some of the, the stronger beers that you normally would find. Uh, like, like, dries like the ones or, in about. Or on both episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Wait yeah. about 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, we <laughs> um, <laughs> watch that snowball um, go down the, the mountain. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm I'm gonna come in. I'm giving this a seven point five. Like I think I think that's a high score for what I typically rate a beer lower. But um, yeah, seven point mm-hmm. five. I'm su- I'm pleasantly surprised by this one. Mm-hmm. I am too. I'm still gonna give it a seven though. I want to stay at my flat line because I think this still could be better. But this is not as bad as I thought. Like, this is better than Canadian, almost, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm pouring a little bit more here. This is great. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I'm uh, oh, yeah. Taste-wise, let me think. I, I'm going to give it a 7.5 as well. I think it's just a really solid lager. And frankly, I think I actually enjoy it more than I do regular Canadian. I'm quite impressed by it. Uh, I, I would probably pick this over Canadian if I had a, a choice. So, yeah. Awesome. 7.5. Well, um, I'll kick off nostalgia. I this is the first time I've ever drank this beer. Giving it a five. Uh, I got a story for this. Oh, so excellent. So, um, back in our youth, this is like ten, not yeah, about ten years ago. And I remember this is when I was like just starting in trades college at Algonquin. My one of my friends had a chalet on the Quebec side for the summer, 
And when we used to, when we were at K, yeah, we're going to bring a bunch of beer and a bunch of weed. We're going to get fucked up and whatnot. So nice. you could only, you could only back then you remember like the pyramids, the 55 oh, also yeah. known in, also known in Western Canada as the octagon. So you could only get those back then in Coors Light or Molson Dry. You couldn't get anything else. Real, real DPO heads know we love Coors Light, so that's good. So my options <laughs> were either Coors Light or Molson Dry, and I remember being like, one of my friends like loved Molson Dry, and he like he's like the best thing about this is like it could be warm or cold, it's still gonna taste the same. There you go. Um, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Go on, John. No, I was gonna say, what 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 are you gonna give it score wise then for nostalgia? It seems like you have a pretty fun memory about it. I'm gonna give it a seven point five. Oh, nice. I, I gotta admit, I don't have. I'm kind of in the same boat. This isn't a beer I normally drink, although I'm I'm pretty sure I've had Molson Dry in the past. Uh, but when I think of Molson Dry, I, I'm actually like I, I'm taken back to a lot of. Uh, as a kid, like watching Hockey Night in Canada, you would very often, especially like, I mean, I was, I wasn't old enough to watch, you know, the eighties Hockey Night in Canada, but I've seen some of the older videos and, and clips on YouTube and stuff, but I like to watch old hockey clips on YouTube, like all the time. It's one of my like biggest time wasters, but uh, I know as a kid, like growing up, you would see like Molson Dry is like the, you know, Molson was one of the main sponsors of the program, Molson SO, uh, stuff like that. And you'd see like Molson Dry and they would always show it. And I'm like, what is dry? I remember seeing the, the, the dry label and being like, what does that mean? Like, I know, I can know like this means beer, like blue or Canadian means beer, but like, what is the dry? What does that make it different than, than that used to always like kind of like rattle my brain. as like a, a seven-year-old, like what the heck does that mean? But I just remember seeing like, those flashy ads, like the, the classic era of Hockey Night in Canada, like late, late 80s, like 89 through to 94, where you get like the big bombastic, like the big logos and they would always show like the, our, our sponsorships and they'd go through it and it brings up a lot of uh, fond little nostalgic memories, but admittedly, I wasn't, it's not like I was slinging them and drinking them back then when I was seven. I was just, I just enjoyed their presence as ads in my, in my, in my hockey viewing experience. So I'm going to give it a 6.5. I absolutely agree with you, John. When I was younger, I was like, what does dry mean? Mm-hmm. I used to say, Mike, how can it be dry when it's liquid? Yeah. <laughs> checkmate wet, there. Clearly. Yeah. Checkmate. Yeah. I think you're so smart. It's actually wet. So not dry. <laughs> I never could figure it out. That was-, that was you as the, the seven-year-old smart ass watching NHL. <laughs> dry ass. <laughs> he has like a notepad. He's just writing down like. I was more concentrated he was the, he- on. You were Sorry, the first cinema sins, you know, on YouTube, if anyone follows them. You were the- oh, my God. You can tell I went far in life. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm going to give it the modifier. I got to say, I was this, this is drinkable, which I think in this category of beers deserves a modifier, to be honest. So I'm giving it the extra 0.5. I'm going to give it the modifier as well. I feel like I kind of rated this a little lower than it should be. So I want to give it that to kind of bump it up a bit. Nice. What do you think, John? I'm, uh, I'm going to give it the modifier as well, too. I was really surprised by this beer. Like, it's not a beer I normally would think to drink. And if I was going to drink like a Molson beer, I would normally drink like Molson Canadian. But um, this was really good. The, the alcohol content-wise, it's it, it's quite drinkable. It's not overpowering. And I think it's just a tastier. I mean, I'm thinking back to that episode. I think I might have gave Molson Canadian a pretty high score. A bit because of nostalgia. I think I gave it like a 9.5 or a 10. But I think taste-wise on those early episodes, I was a little bit over optimistic um but i think uh, i i do think i would probably drink this one over molson canadian i think it's a better beer so yeah i'm getting the modifier excellent yeah. quite impressed yeah. so far yeah this is 
We're off to a good start, but I think we've kind of peaked early. We've got a new yeah. one. We got a good one coming up. Yeah. You're yeah. as cold Hawaii. as ice. Do, 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 do. <laughs> so I'm going to be introducing Carling's Black Ice. Black Ice. I want to give a touch of because we've never done any of the Carling beer. No. Ironically, we can't just get Carling in Alberta, it seems. I've been, I've tried to ask around in Edmonton and people look at me like I'm crazy. They're and like, then they're like not a real beer. No, well, no. Someone asked me like, like dead in the eyes, just like, how old are you? They still make that? Yeah, here, like, here in Ontario, Carling is still very much a, a prominent brand. Can, yeah, well, like, I, I mean, was trying to yeah. tell him, like, oh, yeah, like, they still make it. And she was like, this woman was, was like, befound by me saying that. Yeah, and, and way back, think, yeah, so sorry, I just wanted on, to quickly on. jump in, like, set, like history-wise, Carling was a very prominently brewed beer here in Ontario. Like, I, even in Ottawa, we had a Carling O'Keefe brewery, like, around Bruce Street, like, in that area. So it's got a deep history mm-hmm. in, the, in the province. Oh, man. I couldn't believe. So, yeah, like, the Carling Brewery brewery was founded in 1840 by Thomas Carling. Oh. At, it was in London, in Upper Canada, like, in, in Ontario. Mm-hmm. I believe this is, like, from, in, like, the London, air, Ontario area. Same, this is, like, brewed by where, like, a bat was found as well. Yeah. But it was first sold, and then... In 1952, Carling Lager was first sold in the UK, and then really, and it became UK's most popular beer brand by volume sold. Really? Now, yeah. Now, yeah. This is just what the Carling Brewing, but now is all, all of this is owned by Molson. Now, it's like in the US, this is actually you don't get um, black ice; you get Molson ice. Oh. But they still, yeah. But they still use the same logo. But then instead of saying Carling Black Ice, it will say Molson Ice. This got um a 2.22 on on tap and 63 on beer ad. Good kit. So that's, in, that's interesting. Like Molson Dry was rated lower on beer advocate than this. So there's, I mean, people must see something in this. That's good. And I, <laughs> yeah, I so I looked on the Molson Coors site and like, yeah, they have Black Ice, Molson Dry. They've got dozens and dozens of brands. So it's interesting how they actually switch out like Molson versus black ice just based on like what they want to sell in each market. Yeah. Based on what country you live in. Yeah. Yeah. When I was looking this up, I saw a lot of like Carling Molson black ice and it was kind of confusing. Cause like, I only see what I can see. I'm like, what are you talking about? Molson, Molson ice or Molson dry. And this was the only thing I could see. So. Yes. I want to kick off for the can. I kind of like this color scheme. I like the black silver. This kind of reminds me though, of like the Coors light mountain in the truck kind of vibe but i think this look does it a lot better with the pinstriping around it looks kind of more elegant and the guys as well do you know what this reminds me of the carolina panthers yes (laughs) i was gonna say this is this it looks like a 2000s like hockey team jersey like or like it's got that like uh, we talked about in earlier episodes how like a lot of beer companies have kind of redesigned just as a general society is sort of redesigned to a lot more flat kind of 2d looking logos and more simplistic iconography you know black ice is kind of like a throwback it looks like something from like 2001 it looks like they haven't really yeah. updated the 99 yeah, yeah, look, the, the panthers comparison for colors it looks like yeah. a carolina panthers in a can <laughs> and i mean we'd like yeah. we went through this in previous episodes as well where some companies just don't even need to market their beers right so like they probably just designed this once and, <laughs> and it was fine like uh True. this attracts this. like a certain caliber of, of beer drinker i think yeah, I think this could have been like the same can from like even the late 80s, early 90s. 
you could almost say. One thing I wanted to touch on for a Molson product, it doesn't say contains barley on the can. What's in it? <laughs> yeah, now I'm a little worried because all the other ones that they do with it always says contains barley. Yeah, it doesn't but, say um, that at all, does it? Nope. I was going to kick off scoring for can. I kind of actually like this can, I want, but I think it's... Um, it could be a little bit better. I find that it has maybe some stigma of looking cheap, but um, I want to give it a 7.5. Nice. I'm going to come in at a 6.5. I feel like this is Carolina Panthers colors, but some type of like Tampa Bay lightning <laughs> style, like like all caps font, lightning I, I bolts, all that. Um, yeah, I'm going to give it a 6.5. I do like it. Don't get me wrong. I just, I do, I see like a lot of cheapness in this. And maybe I just have like a negative association with like the product, just knowing that like it is a very cheap beer here. Like, I'm, I'm not sure how widely available this is in Ontario, but this is kind of um, the bottom of the barrel, if you will, in Alberta. John, so John, how about you? What about you there, John? Okay, then. Shall I score for John? <laughs> I guess we could edit this out, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we John's... can. Let's just wait for him to catch up. He's on mute here. Well, he's just writing in the document. Da, da, I'm, da, da, I'm giving it a five. Da, da, <laughs> it looks like da, da, 2000s era design. Oh, is he actually? Is he actually writing? He's writing. <laughs> design. Ugly, boo, lame, LMAO. Can you guys hear me now? Am I back yes. online? Yeah, yes, yes, I just, yes, I yes. So uh, production company here at the DPO Productions, uh, we're running into some technical problems on the on our software. So I'm going to have to not really interact with the um, the windows too much or it's going to... Uh, it's, it's going to unblock my uh, my screen. I will, I will be frozen. Shut off your I, video. That's what I did. It, it was working Yeah, well, if I, if I click, uh, this seems to be a problem. Sometimes uh, I'm giving people a little behind-the-scenes look into our hardware. Uh, sometimes this this is a glitch that comes up when I'm uh, when I'm using this this software uh, my day in my day-to-day -day life. And uh, if I try to touch anything on the uh, any of the buttons in the menu on the on the desktop screen, it's going to also freeze up on me. So. I'm just going to be limited with it right now, but yeah, I'm going to give it a five. Sorry for the, that little technical glitch. Uh, I'm glad that I was able to at least type in so you could see my like frantic uh, notes. I, I just think it's kind of a ugly can, plain looking. It reminds me of like all the other like Colt 45 type cans and I'm so not super fun at the design. Is it widely available in Ontario? Like, is this something you see often? Cause we see it often. Yeah, you can see it. Like if you go to like the, usually, usually it's around like the same section. You get like all the malts, like it's, it's beside like Cold 45, Old English uh, and the larger tall kind of cans of like Canadian and blue and stuff like that. So yeah, it's very okay. probably displayed there. No, fair enough. Well, I just then. wondered if it was popular. Yeah. All right, let's crack it open. All right. Are you guys ready? Mm -hmm. And three, two, one, crack them. I had a good pop. Ugh, that has quite the smell. Ooh, yeah. Okay, let's see how it pours. I'm a little scared, I gotta say. It looks like <laughs> the other beer, to be honest. Like, it's not yeah, really it, dark. It's it looks quite pretty light. light, yeah. Uh, carbonation seems good. It's about the, the same head, color as well, too. Yeah, I don't see the head, though, as um, it doesn't have, like, the same size, and it kind of dissipates. I'm not gonna lie, I don't smell anything. I mine just has a pretty bad odor. It, it did fade. I think it was just right when I opened my can more than anything. Wow, this um 
I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of surprised by this personally. I don't get any like, like bitterness. Well, except for like a kind of like a bitter aftertaste, but as a forefront flavor, I don't get much. It's very smooth. It's not overtly, it's, um, yeah. like fragrant I, or wow. Or multi. The only thing I will say is it's kind of sweet. And I, I mean, I like that in, in a beer. So, um, one thing I didn't realize is this is known as, so we can buy tall cans of black ice, but it's also known as Carling Black Label Ice here. Oh, yes. Yeah, because they do sell a black label lager. I didn't know that. The things you know, shooting star. Mm. Wow, I'm kind of, so, I'm very surprised. You got to say, I was yeah. bracing myself for like a cold 45. I, like I, my I hands were shaking. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like my beads of sweat were going down my forehead. I was very scared that I was going to, my lips were going to touch this and I was going to like gag, but it's, it's fairly drinkable. It's not, um, it's not as like gutter oil bottom of the barrel as I, as I might've been expecting. So that's quite a, this is a, this is a 6.1% beer. I also like, it doesn't to taste like it. Like, and I think yeah. that should reflect in the scoring. I think that's a positive M- Much element. like it's with like, like Molson Dry, it's, uh, it's slightly higher, but it's fairly drinkable. So I, I mean, like, I think I've made up my mind. I'm giving this a seven. I actually, I don't mind it. I'm going to give this a 7.5. I preferred this over the Molson Dry. I was, I'm not, I want to touch on nostalgia later, but for something about this, but. I'm again surprised by this. I'm glad that we kind of tried this today because I would have never known that this tasted as like somewhat drinkable as it is. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, I'm going to give it a seven as as well. I think it's um I think it's fine. It's it's quite a drinkable beer. It's very smooth and it does have a sort of a sweetness to it, kind of like a almost like a saccharine sugary kind of aftertaste at the end, but it's not like too too strong. Like a lot of the really strong beers, like in our malts episode, they're very very have a heavy body to them and a very kind of fragrant kind of malty odor and, and taste and they can be very kind of a slog to drink through but you know by comparison i'm, I'm actually drinking this pretty quickly and i'm, I'm not yeah yet i'm, I'm I mean, enjoying it so going through it i do feel like if you have a couple of these given how sweet it is it yeah. is like you're lining yourself up for an incredible hangover oh man i don't even want to imagine a black ice hangover <laughs> that's oh my god they call the blizzard uh... <laughs> well yeah I got a story for that later. <laughs> All right. Well, you kick it off. Oh, okay. So I guess we can kick off nostalgia. Now. So there used to be a guy I worked with. At, um, I'm not going to say company name, but when I first moved here, to, uh, I lived in a small northern town in Black Labish in Alberta. And there used to be this guy that I worked with, and he used to crush a six pack of these every day. And I couldn't believe it. I'm like, so eventually he got let go for related reasons this is very related to the why he was like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. not saying I'm they not were gonna... connected but they definitely were connected <laughs> i'm not yeah. i'm not gonna say he rolled a truck but um anyhow so every time he used to drink this and brava which explained things even more so i thought they could yeah. have this if you want oh, to become man. smooth brain like us, that's the most best combo to drink is uh, a mixture of Brava and black ice, ideally poured in the same glass and stirred. With- <laughs> oh my God. I couldn't believe that this guy kept like a six pack under his seat of his like pickup. And I was like, it was unfathomable, but 
when he was left let go from the company we all went to the bar that night and we because he was like already gone back to ontario we all had a black ice we said in memory of jimmy do they sell black ice at bars no well <laughs> just like the bitch things i don't know well no i feel like there are certain bars that i've been to where they're just like what oh. do you want and then they just walk to the liquor store get it and then sell that's it to the you. thing this bar yeah. was connected to a liquor store okay so I'm yeah for sure sure that's how they got it yeah no i've been there before that's just kind of nice they're like what do you feel like we'll go get it <laughs> well that was a great thing after the, like when you're done drinking at the bar some people they're like hey you gotta it's like the super semi-sonic song you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. So, like, you could just go to the liquor store and then keep going from there. Nice. Um, so your, what, what would you score nostalgia oh, sorry, on that? Sorry, sorry, I forgot. I want to give it an eight for nostalgia. Just if people, <laughs> like, I have friends that listen to this, they'll laugh so hard because they'll remember this one employee just from drinking this. Um. On my end, I don't really have much nostalgia. I, I think this I think this might actually be my first time drinking black ice. And I'm pretty like actually pretty into it. Like I think uh I have been known to uh to grab a Colt 45 here and there, but maybe I might have to switch over to a black ice because it's definitely a little bit more smooth and uh and even you know, this was in the back of my fridge, so it's nice and cold and it, it hits quite good. Uh but I don't have a lot of really associated memories. I know I would sometimes see this. Um, and kind of, I'm probably mixing it up a bit with, with Black Label, which we'll get into in a future episode, like seeing it at the store and thought it was kind of a cool design and cool look to it. And, um, you know, it's been a popular brand here in Ontario for a long time. So it's been around, but it's not one that my family or my parents were ever into. Uh, other than Dory's friend, I've never heard anyone really be a big advocate or fan of this beer. In fact, looking online for other comments, people are pretty negative too, much to my surprise, because I don't think it's that bad. And I, yeah. I've seen people giving it like one out of five saying how it's like, I opened it and just gagged and poured it out. I'm like, I don't know what you're drinking, but that's not, it's not that bad. So I'm going to give it a five. I don't really have a lot of stories with it, but. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I kind of have a couple of stories about this beer. I'm just trying to figure out a way to not sound super weird about one of them. Um, so when I, when I moved to Alberta, I ended up getting a room in this place and the guy was super nice. Like he uh, ran his own trucking business and stuff. Um, his girlfriend was psycho, like there was always something going on. But then after he broke up with her, I don't know if it was his cousin or whatever, just came and he was just like sleeping on the floor in the kitchen. Like I'm paying rent to like stay in this place. And every day I wake up and step over this guy in the kitchen to like fucking go to work and all of that shit. But then there was one night that we all like, got together because I'm like, well, this is really messed up. Are you guys like going to move or whatever? And then they're like, no, no, don't worry about it. Whatever. We'll figure it out. But then we all just had like a case of black ice <laughs> and became best friends. <laughs> uh, but uh, I mean, when I, when I moved out here, like I was uh, newly graduated, didn't have much of a job. This was kind of like the cheapest thing you could find. I'm fortunate enough to not be in the same position that I'm only drinking black ice um, these days, but uh I'll give it a seven. I don't know. Like this is oddly charming, this beer, and it, it doesn't taste bad. I, I can say like if I went to someone's house now and just like came with house beers, it was a case of black ice. I'm sure I'd be frowned upon, but um, time and a place for it. I don't know. Hey, black ice is here. <laughs> well, it's the black ice guys. Black ice yeah, Alex is like, here. Yeah. They'd be like, you can take that home. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my yeah i'm again like i'm really surprised by this and i think there's a stigma behind a lot of these beers that people like kind of frown upon but i think you should honestly i'd say try it give give us your opinion about these as well like tell them if you are like oh wow like i'm actually grateful that you pointed this out or hey you guys are fucking high this tastes like ass yeah i mean um you could be a bit nicer than that, but I mean, yeah, we'll take maybe whatever. not. Negative, <laughs> we'll take whatever you know, feedback. I don't want to like cry reading emails. Like, you don't so know. So I, I, I will say I'm not giving it the modifier. Really like this beer, um, but it was kind of as expected for me. Like I, I think it tastes good, but I've had it before too. So like I, the Molson one, I gave it the modifier because it surprised me. But this one, I, I knew what I was getting. So no modifier for me. I'm giving it the modifier. This surprised me. I think I kind of, I want to give it, I think that might just bump it up a bit more. Yeah. Um, I'm actually going to give it the modifier as well. Um, I actually thought it was, it was my first time really drinking this beer and I was pretty surprised. I was expecting, mm-hmm. you know, I was expected to be horrified and I was left, you know, enjoying it and not hating it. Actually, I, I thought it was quite good. So I think it deserves a modifier. Great. Well, I mean, like, this is actually, I feel like this is the whole point of doing this is finding these beers where we're like, you know what, this actually wasn't that bad. Um, People should try it. Yeah, maybe you can unlock like a new favorite. Mm hmm. Okie dokie. So that was, uh, that was um, black ice. We're now on, <laughs> we, we've got up We're we've been, you know, we've the snowball's been rolling. We started off with our Molson dry 5.5. We, uh, we got onto our black ice 6.1 and now we're at the final boss uh, of this episode. We're at a uh, beloved Canadian icon. It's Labatt blue. It's blue dry. And in particular, it's blue dry 8.1. Now I, I mentioned the number specifically because if you're, depending on which province province or location you are or, or where you are, there's actually a lot of different versions of Blue Dry. Um, the standard one that's not really noted differently is the 6.1. That seems to be the one that is available pretty widely, but all of us here were actually able to get 8.1s. And in some cases, I think Tommy had said it was the only one you're actually able to get your hands on was an 8.1, so. Yeah, I tried to what? order from Uber Eats and I thought I was just gonna get the 6.1 because I didn't think, but Alex mentioned in our previous episode, of episode one in Wabat Blue that Alberta specifically makes this for themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't need 6.1s, we need 8.1s. Yeah. Which is interesting to know because um, this is actually a beer that's also um, in the eastern side made in, in Quebec and it's very much widely sold and, and popularized in Quebec. I believe that's actually where the first time they they produced Blue Dry. Blue Dry was in Quebec. So I went to Quebec to actually find this. I couldn't find Blue Dry here in Ottawa. At least I looked all over the place. I couldn't find one. So I had to uh, uh, make a trip across the pond. Um, I actually, it's a bit different this episode. My co-host, I believe all have, is look like tall cans or, or normal cans. I have this. King up, cans, up, King can. So Tom is a king can. Alex looks like either a king can. Yeah, or I got a king can. All of mine are king cans today. Mine is an obnoxiously large 1.18 liter <laughs> bottle. So I'm not going to drink this whole thing right now. You got now. the 40, John. But uh, yeah, I've got the 40. Um, it's interesting though. All, all the uh, regular blue dries were, um, were small cans in a small case. And I actually point to know, um, this, so this is bleu. This is the Quebec version. Um, on the Quebec side, they usually have like fleur de lis on them. So they're a bit, little bit designed uh, differently. Uh, we've already kind of gone into Labatt history a little bit in our first episode uh, talking about Labatt Blue. So go yeah. back and listen to that if you want. Um, episode one. Yeah, mm-hmm. listen to episode one, you know. Um, otherwise, you know, Labatt Blue Dry, it's the second edition to the Blue family. Um, it's brewed 
very much similarly to Labatt Blue. It's actually mashed longer uh, than regular beers to uh, leave less carbohydrates, uh, so sugars in the finished beers, giving it a clean, crisp finish. Um, and it uses a uh, select aromatic hops, a blend of the finest quality of North American barley malts. I think these uh, notes are a little bit, um, they're really trying to pump the, pump the tires on this beer, but yeah, it's important to note, of course, uh, you can find it pretty wide, wide version of sizes from 40s to, to small cans um, and different uh, ABVs, 6.1. I actually saw an ad for a 7.11, so we might have to track that Whoa. one down as well. Um, one dry, step lower. Dry here, at least mm -hmm. on the eastern side of Canada, is produced in Quebec. Um, it doesn't have a score given on Beer Advocate, um, but it does have a 2.68 on tap, so we're dealing with a pretty elite territory here. Uh, <laughs> let's get yeah, into... Let's get into the cans and, and our, my case bottles. I mean, um, you guys have pretty, actually, no, maybe you guys should start because you guys have pretty similar cans. You guys got the King cans, so you guys can yeah. lend your thoughts. Mm -hmm. And my, the cans look pretty much uniformly the same, just different sizes. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, it's just pretty much the same thing as the Labatt Blue can. It just says dry and strong beer underneath it in big letters. It also has a, can. yeah, that, like the strong beers have the alcohol percentage prominently too. Oh yeah, it says eight point one in very large font. I'm actually not gonna lie, John. I like the bottle with the way that it looks better. It kind of brings back that late '90s feel to it. Yeah, that, that's something that's really funny. So I had to pick up a few. Um, so for some future beers, I had to pick up a few big forties because I couldn't get small cans for the the same equivalent beers. For some reason, I don't know if these are just really old bottles i don't think they are but the <laughs> bottles are the old design like it's the old labeling like the aesthetic is like very much yeah. like the 90s it's the same thing with the i bought a most dry one and it's got the old most most dry logo i i don't know how old true. are your beers <laughs> when i'm kind of concerned I, this is, I bought these at a legitimate quebec grocery store chain a very popular grocery store chain in this country it's not like i bought them at some small dependent i bought them at an actual grocery store so i'm I'm wondering if they just don't update the labels on the on the larger sizes and they continue to sell them. That's kind of interesting. But the Quebec cans look very similar. They actually have a big fleur de lis on top, so it's a little bit different from the um, um, you know, the big maple leaf you see on the um, the regular cans elsewhere. But otherwise, it looks pretty similar. And um, yeah, but I do like this big bottle though. It's like it's hard to really describe for our audience. I, I take a picture, so maybe I'll I'll post it for the show post yeah. uh, when we post on Instagram. Put it on the show. Yeah, so that you guys can home can actually see the kind of the cans or bottles that we're dealing with to kind of get a sense. When we're talking about like the, the the shape of the can or the color, the contours are like not just like sitting there listening at home, like what are they talking about? But yeah, mine has very much like a classic kind of three D. Um, it's really hard to really pinpoint, but kind of that sort of design on it. But very colorful. Uh, it's it's uh, it's fine. I think it's cool. I'm gonna actually gonna give my bottle a seven. What about you guys on the can? I'm going to give mine a 6.5. I think this is kind of, I wish they did something different because it's the blue dry. I yeah. kind of wish instead of just putting dry strong beer 8.1, I think that's kind of just a cop out. And I wanted just to touch on for our listeners, like we might like, whereas we're describing these, like you can also like kind of look for these in the store and that you can try it this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly. Yeah. I uh, so our, I'm I'm gonna give it a six point five as well. Fully agree with Tom. Yeah. Like I just I feel like there's this could be more. Um, could have done something more pizzazz. Yeah, and I mean like there's so many different brands, and like uh, I just feel like marketing is like half the battle in terms of people buying beer. Like uh, I, unless you're like a, a like if you're strongly like allegiant to one brand, that's great. I'm not. Like I typically go for whatever's flashy and new and all of that stuff. And like this is just. Uh, 
we've been through a ton of episodes where we've noticed that like Labatt basically has a lot of the, the very similar branding. Like this is a Keith scan. If there was a Keith strong, it would probably look exactly, exactly like this. So. <laughs> Makes it easy on their uh, design department. That's for sure. Like, all oh, right. Yeah. In and this one doesn't that. contain barley either. So I don't know no. what we're drinking. No. And Labatt, they don't say that. It's only on Molson that they say, or other brands that they say contains barley. And that's why I was really surprised that the Black Ice can didn't say it. I'm not mm. surprised that the blue, the blue dry doesn't say it. That should be typical because, it, you know, I think people that drink blue dry are smart enough to realize that this does contain barley. Yeah. And like one thing I was going to say is like, I just, um, I feel like this is one of the only specific brands of beer that has so many different alcohol percentages. I know Molson Export oh, yeah. kind of has this, but blue, this is by far the most. We, dry we is a, similar actually, but yeah, I think Labatt is, has definitely, definitely has more than, than even yeah, Molson Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, it's a good scale it, that they have. And in Quebec, like this is the same alcohol percentage in Quebec as Alberta. And like, if you look at the blue lager, like blue in Quebec is actually slightly less alcohol than it is in the rest of Canada. So interesting, but let's crack it open. Oh, yeah. are you ready? All right. Get yes. ready, folks. Shout out right. to our ASMR community. Shout out. Mine's a bottle. It's going to be a little bit different, but all right. Five, four, three, two, one. Crack them. Ooh, not, not bad, like not this. bad. This is a not big bad. cap. Really this oh, is yeah? the first episode in a while where I haven't just had a beer explode on me. I'm <laughs> kind of surprised today. <laughs> Your precious white carpet smell. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I oh, never smell it. Is it? I keep Why? In mind. Mine was mine was a little bit warm, so I think it might have. Uh, it's a bit more carpet. Yeah, this has a bit John of a sweet have- smell. John didn't have the right preparation and um, temperature control prior. No, to I just chucked mine in the fridge right before, just frantically. Sh- so I wasn't drinking lukewarm blue. You got to drink it. You should have put it in the freezer and you should have wrapped a wet paper towel around it. Yeah. I'm not going to say carbonation level was high. Head Holy was shit. very good. This is very potent. It feels like I'm just drinking like spirits mixed into alcohol, like mixed into. Oh, really? It's very strong. I don't. You know what? For being eight point one percent, like you go ahead, Tom. No, no, I was just saying for smell. I don't get anything like as I would like the Colt Forty Five that we had in the malt episode was pungent. Mm -hmm. This it was like nothing near that to me. Yeah, I I find smell wise, it's it's much lighter. And like this does have a bit of a sweet taste for me. Like it obviously has much more alcohol than both the other beers that we've looked at. Yes. Um, Ooh. Ooh. I'd say the first sip. It. Yeah, the first sip was very like, Ugh, but wow. now that I'm actually drinking it, it kind of just tastes now like a normal blue. I guess my mouth is just adjusted to like the higher alcohol count, but it tastes like I'm drinking a blue. And um, yeah, the color is very. It's a bit darker than the the dry and ice we had earlier. It's more of like an ambery kind of. I was going to say it's more foggy in my opinion. Mm-hmm. yeah no i think so and, yeah it is cloudy i would say um and uh yeah john i'm, I'm glad you like it because you have more than a liter left so. jesus yeah i was like concerned when i was pouring this thing i'm like oh my god i gotta commit to this luckily though with my uh, 40 bottle it's got like a proper se- sealable cap so i can close this up and 
Oh, I save it for later. Yeah, have some. So should our audience if they don't want to. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't feel like you have to. If I'm drinking a forty, like, well, John can drink a forty. I can drink a forty, and they're gonna like (laughs) crack one, and their day's ruined, and they're gonna be like, it was an all part. Why, John? Why? (laughs) If anyone thinks they can match John, maybe we should have a a domestic pints only aftermath episode and see how everyone's doing. Um, But. Sorry, oh, I just want to touch Alex before you. This is technically the strongest beer we've had on the episode now. Could really? be eight point, yeah, because it's eight point one. Yeah. Oh, the malts were eight percent. Oh. And I have to say, this is much more drinkable than any of those malts. Like I, any I of them. Get ready for, for a ten point one episode. Oof, that's gonna be. Yeah. A- so sorry to cut you off there, Al, but continue. No, it's all good. I was just saying, like, I was looking at some of the show notes. Having less sugar in the finished beer is what really amps up the alcohol content. So really, I do think that this, um, yeah, essentially like it's just mash longer than regular beers to leave less carbohydrate, which is sugar in the finished beer, which well, makes it you, seem like, sorry, like a clean finish. I thought you would need more sugar because sugar eats the yeast or the yeast eats the sugar. And that's what makes alcohol. So I thought there'd be more somewhat, and there might be some yeah. residual. Well, if the process is longer, it's probably like yeah, it probably sits. Yeah, if it's if it's brewed longer or mashed mm-hmm. longer, that probably just the fermentation stage is longer. Uh, I mean, I'm no expert in any. Yeah, of that. the experts listening in are like, these guys are yeah. fucking just shooting shit. Yeah, we're sorry. Yeah. Come on this podcast and educate us. That would be great. Yeah. I have my apple cider at home on secondary fermentation, but I know nothing yeah. about making it. I'm just following I'm like, a one sheet instruction. Also, I just wanted to touch on that. Coming in the coming months, there's going to be the Golden Boy Brewing of a Chocolate Milk Stout that we will have to review, as long with the Revolving Sun Cider. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. Nice. Um, Yeah. So on uh, on that note, I I don't mind this. I actually am going to rate it higher than I thought I would. I I was kind of scared to open this, and I'm I'm pleasantly surprised. Mm -hmm. Um. Just kind of looking at where everything's at. Uh, I'm going to give this a seven. I think it's worthy of a seven. Hmm. I'm uh, I'm going to give it a, a six point five. I'm not. Uh, I think I would just rather have a regular blue. It's a bit too. Uh, this one and I guess going up from we're at what is this eight point one? Oh my goodness! I think this and higher is going to be pretty tough for me to to finish off. But I mean, it tastes very similar to blue, so I I don't hate blue. I think it's actually a pretty fair pilsner and. Um, but this one, I, I just, I think like the later alcohol content versions taste a little bit sweeter and are a little bit better mouthfeel wise. This one, like the first initial sip is quite, quite strong, but once you're drinking this on and on, like you're sipping on it, um, it's pretty easy drinking, but you, you have to be careful because I imagine you have a couple of these. You're just like, woo, fly and you're just, you're just floating above the world. Um, yeah, no, 6.5, I think it's fair. Great, Tom. I'm on the fence about this one because I'm, it did surprise me, but um, I'm going to give it a 6.5, like John. I'm going to say this is comparable. I'm not going to lie. I kind of enjoyed the old English 800 that we had on a mobile yeah. episode, and this feels comparable to that. I find that the old, like the old E was like a little sweeter, but like this is more drinkable in my opinion. Yeah, so that's I'm, fair. I'm, I'm going to give it the 6.5. Okay, great. I'm going to say nostalgia is a five. I know nothing about this beer. Never had this beer before. Um, so yeah, just a, a five. 
I'm going to give it, give it a, sorry, John, go ahead. I was just going to say, I'm going to give it a six. Like, I don't have a lot of stories, but I, again, it's sort of similar with Molson Dry, like a lot of like hockey commercial ads. Like I've seen a lot of ads for like the bat or like that blue ice or, or dry or similar beers like over the years, but I don't, I've never really consumed it myself. I, I was really high on Labatt Blue, general Labatt Blue in an earlier episode because my dad was really into drinking blue, but he never drank blue dry. At least as far as I can remember, I don't, I don't recall him ever drinking blue dry. He's just a regular blue guy. So a six for me. I'm going to give it a five for, I have never had this until now. And um, I'm just going to say that it's, I don't know, it's on. It's baseline for beer to me. Okay, great. Um, just motoring through this just because I'm like, I mean, I'm still drinking this beer, but I've just yeah. already made up my mind. No modifier for me. I just, I don't think it deserves one. I'm not going to give it the modifier either. I am also not giving it the modifier. It, 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 really, it didn't really surprise me like the other beers and uh, it's not really noteworthy of deserving one in my opinion. Yeah, okay, I think this could, this could be, this could have been a little bit better. Like, I don't know. I wonder if they make kind of like, I wish they, this, this is a crazy idea that I had, but like, if you're going to make like a dry beer, a strong beer, I would almost say go with the approach that like Four Loco had and kind of make some kind of like a fruity dry beer that people want oh, to yeah. brew, that yeah. people would want to drink that still has high alcohol content. Cause that's all that Four Loco, well, that Four Loco is now currently. Yeah. It's just a, <laughs> it's just it's just a malt liquor that's flavored that's all no, it is sure. i think flavor is required once you get into those higher alcohol percentages like you're totally I, right i mean you could definitely like boost sales i think that way like i don't know if any uh, i don't know if these people listen to us a labat sponsor or advocate could be listening right now <laughs> and that they and that they would be like oh that's a good idea i'm definitely going to do that anyone needs a focus group, I know three people who are available <laughs> to, yeah. to talk yeah. through and sample. Yeah, um, pretty much. You can definitely count on us. Okay, great. So our analytics department has been uh, has been working on overdrive. We made a couple of modifications, so uh, we're ready to go here. Why don't we kind of walk through where we scored? Yeah, please yeah, do. So on Molson Dry, the 5.5, uh, John, you gave it a 7.2. Okay. Tom, you gave it a 7.3. Okay. And I gave it a 6.8. So that gives us a total score of Molson Dry of a 7.1. And I I agree with that score. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, I gave it 7.2. I'm fine with that. I was higher than I was expecting it to, but (sighs) yeah, I liked it. I thought it was a very good beer. I definitely want to try that beer again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Black Ice 6.1. John, you gave it a (laughs) 5.8. Tom gave it a 7.8. Wow. Yeah, I thought it was Damn. not bad. No, I didn't like, mean like right. you had a good story about it too. Yeah, but, but hey, the system works, and I gave it a six point eight. Right, so okay, uh, so that comes in at a six point eight overall. So I mean, regardless, I'm, okay. I'm fine with that. Very partial yeah. beers. I agree with that I could, score. It was I a little bit with that. It, I, I liked dry a little bit better, but yeah, I think that's fine. And then um, on blue dry eight point one, John, you were a six point five. Tom, you were a six, and I was a six point two, which puts us at a six point two. I think that's bang oh. on. I think this is if this yeah. was like a later alcohol content version blue. I might like it a bit more, but I, I think that's yeah. I mean, far. we can try blue six point one another day. See what we think. Like I, I yeah. don't know. I think the system works. I agree with all of those scores, and I do yeah, think well. Works. Well, Molson Dry was scored higher. Like this is something we've never tried and actually enjoy it. Like I think we're the perfect group to kind of talk about like 
is this a good beer or not? And we clearly thought it was. Yeah, dry was our winner. Black ice just a hair below and uh, a blue dry 0.1 a little bit lower. Um, yeah, overall, I'm pretty satisfied, I think. I'm also yeah, dry. I think quite a pleasant beer i liked it more than canadian and i would seek it out again black ice was surprising in that it wasn't like an, a cold 45 type experience it was actually pretty smooth and sweet and blue dry it wasn't my favorite but i think uh, if you can get over that initial kind of strong uh taste and a little bit of kind of the bitterness that you get with blue blue pilsners um it's actually quite drinkable and it's not something that's just going to totally overwhelm your 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 senses and you know when you're consuming it it's not cold 45 i'll put it that way that's true yeah I, I, I'm, I'm, I can live with these scores. I think these were pretty fair. I think they were very accurate in most sense. Mm-hmm. And I hope that people like from listening to this were like, oh, maybe I should try that. Maybe I'll just get like these all came in king cans. So you don't have to buy like a whole six pack and have that sit in your fridge forever. You can just buy one. Yeah, as and we always just, say, yeah, you don't want to you don't want to have to like necessarily crank out a whole bunch of these like just have one or two and, and share them with your friends and family you know let's make a dpo a, a social listening experience you know you're not uh you're not drinking a 40 like i am you know i'm, I'm sealing it back up and having it yeah. i'm not going to uh, put myself through that ordeal all right anything else yeah. you guys want to mention uh before we get close to the uh the end of our podcast today what do you guys got rest- what do you guys have to do for the rest of the day after these oh Good question. Um, going to the Bytown Theater, last showing. Oh, uh, that's right. Uh, stop nice. making sense by the talking heads. Um, uh, a place that's really important to me. I mean, people support. I mean, when it's, of course, we all have different kind of health restrictions right now in terms of places we can and can't go to. But if you can, please support your independent theaters. Keep the movie business alive. I love going to the theaters myself personally, and um, I don't want to see them go away. But one of my favorite ones is um, future to be decided. But for now, it's closing. So going to a final showing, it should be fun. Yeah, I think the we should really give a shout out to the fucking Bytown Theater. Oh, that yeah. was, uh, yeah, I think that was like growing up in Ottawa as well. I remember I saw fucking like Star Wars Episode One in there. <laughs> I'm dead serious. That was the first time I went to it too, and I just thought like the outlay of that building was like really cool. Like it was like old timey. How about you guys? What else are you doing today? I'm going to, I have to change the oil on my truck today. So it's going to be a fun job today after I drink some of these. (laughs) Are you doing it outside? Like are you doing it yourself? No, thank God. Yeah, it's too cold. Well, no, it's, it's super nice here in Alberta right now. Oh yeah. It's it's Chinook weather. It's lovely. It was like 11 degrees when I was walking the dog today. Like it was, yeah, it was like plus six or plus five today. Yesterday was like plus seven. It was nice. like unreal for March weather. I know you guys are not going to be listening to this for a while, but I just thought I'd mention for this time period in early March, this is phenomenal <laughs> weather. Yeah. Nice. Now I'm just doing a chores today, Sunday. Got to catch up, get ready for work. Nothing, nothing too crazy. One thing I wanted to shout out is we're in the, the middle of trying to get some summer drinks lined up for, for our future episodes. So we're, uh, we're really working on um, trying to have seltzer Sundays, and uh, yeah, 
and Caesars too, potentially. We'll, we'll see. Yep. We're going to try to get to, in the words of the now uh, recently, as of uh, what was it a couple days ago, deceased Walter Gretzky, rest in peace. We want to go where the puck uh, is going, not where it has been. So we're trying to get stuff ready, knowing that this episode and the episodes following are going to drop in May and, and June. So we'll have yeah. some nice summer beer, equivalent beers uh, and drinks ready to, to talk about uh, for some episodes that will be coming up in the, in, in the by the time you hear this one. Um, otherwise, again, just know your limit. We, we're, we're experienced beer. Yes. We're, we're able to consume larger amounts of alcohol than the common man and, and, and person. We, um, we, we've done it before, but we, we, we know our limits. Like we know when we've had too much, we know when we have to kind of settle down. It doesn't make you less of a person. It doesn't make you unmanly to not want to just like drink uh, to the point where you're just like can't control yourself. It's nothing cool about that. So just know your limit. Know how much you can consume and be safe. And, and of course, don't do not drink and drive. Don't be an idiot. Don't drink and drive. Yeah. Don't drink in snowmobile. Don't drink yeah. in speedboat or don't drink and fly. God, if you're a pilot, why would you do that? It's crazy. Don't uh, don't do that. That's uh, uh, don't be like good. Denzel Washington in that movie. Wait, what movie was that? That he was. Oh, flight. flight. A flight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was hammered drunk when the plane went he upside may, down. Yeah. He may have saved those people, but he did not do the right thing. Hell yeah. Anyhow, but yeah, like don't operate any heavy machinery in general. No, just stay at home, like eat some bread and then like, take a nap after. Um, that's probably the best thing you can do. Um, otherwise, um, when you hear the outro, you're going to hear you know our, our roundup of our, our special thanks and, and social media. Once again, this is our first episode recorded after we've uh, already officially had our first episode out. Uh, by the time you listen to this one, you've already been like what 10 episodes in or so yeah. so you'll hear a bunch just of them just remember but, that just remember yeah, we, that this we, is like a big gap so if you if you don't hear us saying thank you in the next episodes about like oh first episodes we're not being ungrateful assholes we just it wasn't out yet so as of this moment as of like last thursday we're officially launched um we've gotten a lot of really great comments and really great engagement and we're we're looking forward for another great few few weeks and then months ahead of domestic pints only we've got some pretty fun stuff lined up we don't know officially yet what we're going to talk about next week but we'll make sure to um give it a shout out once uh, once we're published so otherwise um anything else you want to mention before we wrap up nope, nope. just uh like follow share give review this podcast again yes. i'm going to be adamant on this give reviews now that you can now that we're on apple podcast we're on apple podcast yeah which is i where, urge you yeah. to review I very big, urge very you. big deal. yeah please do and if you have bad feedback don't put in the apple review actually just like let us know privately because uh, just give us like five stars it helps us i don't know really anything about apple pod other than i think that like, any sort of engagement and reviews and and likes helps to bring us up with the charts and that if, if you'd like our content you want you would think that more people would enjoy us just like let us know and bump us up because that the algorithm will do its work and you know the system will will push us up the up the charts yeah. and, and more people will be able to listen to us and experience us and of course to those of you listening who like what we do or you have beers of your own your favorite you're, you're interested in or or if you work in the beer scene and craft brewing like let us reach out to us we'd love to maybe have you on and and talk about what you do and and maybe try some beers that you would recommend so we're, we're all ears here yeah right. i was gonna say just um help the little man that's helping the little man <laughs> that's a very nice way to put it yeah he, yeah help help out the people that are, are, are taking care of helping others it's very very key all right, I think we're I think we're done. I gotta finish up the rest of this blue dry. That's the yeah, my, my, I my know. glass, and uh, <laughs> that'll be that'll be free. <laughs> awesome. You stay classy now. All right. Bye, bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to our episode of Domestic Pints Only. 
Um, our intro and outro song is by Daisy May. The song is titled Drink Beer Till the Day That I Die. You can find them at www.daisymay.com. Our artwork is by Natalie Rive. Um, you can find her artwork on Instagram at Natalie Rive Artist or on our website www.natalierive.com. That's R I V E T. And you can also find us on social media. Uh, our, our Twitter account is at Domestic Pines, and our Instagram and TikTok is at Domestic Pines Only. And of course, our email is domesticpinesonly at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Hiding out, Kelsey.